I'm going to say root beer is your number one, right? Yep. A&W? A&W is the top. I mean, it's it's a tie, really. I mean, have you been into Cracker Barrel lately? I've and they've got stu- <laughs> they have a, a, a Stewart's root beer. You know, that's the one place since COVID that I've not frequented. <laughs> I actually I stopped there on the way on the way here by yourself in, in new well yeah i mean <laughs> just table for one i'm just distant yeah oh boy oh boy get ready for some noise put me over there by the sad. fireplace <laughs> They put me farthest from. I was in the corner table by the window. That's sad. Well, I mean, just eating your grits over there. Yeah, yeah. No, well, your I had, bowl of grits with no, sugar. I had, I had French toast with grits. I, yeah. You had well, no, grits. no. I didn't. No, I didn't have grits. You, I had who no. Goes to I had a barrel and doesn't mm, order grits. I'm not. I'm not a grits or malto meal oh, kind of guy. Hey, I mean, at least they didn't put me by the checkerboard. Outside? Well, inside next to the fireplace. (laughs) Oh, you can always count on myself. cracker barrel for a good game of checkers and uh, that little uh, golf tee game. Yeah, they didn't have any of that. The tables were bare. Oh. They didn't have the little lantern. They didn't have the lantern. Well, I can understand this. A lot of germs get on there. Kids put those golf tees in their mouth probably. Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, they didn't have they're the just, lantern. They didn't have the menu. Nothing. No salt. No pepper. Doing their nothing. part. I know they did, they did a good job. Here we have uh, Rush Levi to my right in person. That's me. <sighs> Man, it's or, been I mean, a, a long time that's coming. That's me. We've been apart for um, I don't six maybe, months. Yeah, six months. That's probably the longest we've ever been apart. And I've been I've been yeah. sitting in this little studio by myself late at night. With my phone, just talking. Like it's so depressing, just me <laughs> sitting here talking to you on the phone. It's so it's it's so. Well, boring. I mean, I've either been outside, you know, outside with the headphones plugged into my phone. I know. During talking to you while World the, War Three during the Fourth of July, right. bombs exploding. <laughs> it was the rocket's red glare, man. Uh, anyway, Noel McEwen is his actual name. He's back here painting with us at the old off access headquarters it's great to be back it's great to have you back you've only been here for two weeks we've packed a lot into two weeks i've done about five i don't know i started my fifth helmet today so yeah i mean that, that, that that's an average when i'm out here it's and you've done like weeks. high quality helmets it's not like like we had there's a reason we had you back because yes. me or mike we cannot do the things that you do yeah i'm a, i'm a little handy with an airbrush yeah the the new helmets i can't we can't disclose we can't disclose yet. yet but it's they're sick like they're some of your best work i think i think so definitely some of the cleanest work i've done yeah i Not wanna, that work before wasn't clean gosh this is clean it's cleaner uh since you've been here we've been to a go-kart race for martin truex and sherry pollocks yeah the karting against cancer yeah and uh we've usually had the pit board of your face out there <laughs> since you can't be with us but uh, last week we had you with us, and uh, we finished seventeenth uh, out of 20, 20 teams because you were with us. Yeah, well, spinning out about three or four times on one lap will not get you. I feel like go karting isn't your thing, you know. <laughs> it's not, but it's a blast. 
You did better. If anyone's yeah. ever been out there to GoPro Motorplex, um, there's a hairpin there. And you, for the last couple of years, just haven't been able to really master the, or even, not even master, not even just <laughs> just muscle it, your it way through a, it to get a decent time. If I made it through, it would be a snail's pace. Yeah. Like, I would just be, like, just easing it on around there. You've but. backed it into the barriers there multiple times. On oh, the multiple first time, occasions. The, the first time I've, I was ever out there, I, I really hurt myself, but I just wiped out the barriers on the edge of the hairpin. And I remember you you wrecking so hard out there. Another cart hit you, and the whole left side of the cart came off the ground, like it was like rolling over. Luckily, and then not it, as hot. And then it came back down. Yeah, it came close. Came very close. It's impressive. But yeah, I think. I think I did so much better this time around, though. I, I did What'd you do? Uh, unveil What'd you a new. What'd I did unveil different? a new helmet. My I could see more <laughs> with my it was more visual with my new helmet, my astronaut helmet. Which, um, I mean, if everybody who follows us on social media and stuff, you've you've seen this thing in the last week. If it's a space helmet, pretty much. It's a NASA space it's a, helmet, basically. Yeah, it's, you it's could like not a, miss him out there. No, it's it's got a big chrome bubble visor shield. It snaps on. It's not you can't lift it up. I don't know what it was, but it was DOT approved, and they let it you, was they let you run it. Yep. Well, he asked me, "Is like, hey, does that thing got a the the guys there at GoPro Motorplex? They asked me, it's like, do that, does that have like a chin protector on it? And I just lifted up my chin. <laughs> There's nothing across my chin, and he just like stares at it for a second. All right. Let it roll. Yep. It's your ass if the you get out there. The high school kids there, let it let it pass tech. Um, and then we went to the Xfinity race. We've done a lot of things. Oh, that God. was insane. <laughs> I, am, I don't think there's one bad thing to say about that race. The drivers might be a little upset. Oh, they've, they've said some stuff that, but that they, was, they didn't think too highly of it. Of course, if you didn't win the race, yeah. you probably weren't going to think too highly of it. A few times during the race, I... I was just staring, and I had to remind myself that this is real life. <laughs> it's, we're not watching iRacing. You can, this isn't like a flight simulator where you can mess with the weather settings and everything. Dude, this it is was insane. I mean, you like coming around the because we where we had where we were sitting, it was above like turn four, NASCAR four, NASCAR four at uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway Rural thirteen. Yes, fourteen. And uh, when they were. Getting back on the oval and coming around, they it just looked like boats on the lake. That's what it looked. It looked like they boat were just race. making a wake oh. in front of other boats. Gosh, it was awesome. And like some of the uh, what do they call those duck tails or something? Like on the back of jet rooster skis. tails. Rooster tails. Not duck my bad. Ta- duck, duck tails. Duck tails is a, uh, a Disney a cartoon. cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I remember. Gonna have, we're gonna have to play duck tails <laughs> for the uh, intro song now. Duck tails. Woohoo! <laughs> I don't know the rest of it. That's all we know. I'll learn it, but another time. Uh, but yeah, the rooster tails coming off the back of these cars. Holy cow! It was it was gnarly, and now everyone's like, "Oh, we can race rovals, or not? Or not we can race ovals with uh, rain tires." And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's gonna happen." Well, no, because the cup race they started on rain tires, and I mean it wasn't raining really. The track was still wet, and they soon found out they cannot do that. You might be able to run like a. Maybe like a Martinsville or something, 
like a super flat track. Oh yeah, yeah. That you're not getting like a ton of speed because I mean they were hauling the mail, but if you if you didn't have the chicanes or something, if they kept on going, it would be a disaster. There's no way. They'd be busting up and breaking. Apart no way we could race an oval with uh with rain tires. So, um, what else is new? I had a list, but I it's just too late now. I don't. My brain is not functioning. And yeah, uh, it is late. Kind of ready for bed, honestly. I don't know why we're. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? <laughs> it's because I wanted a beer and you wanted your wine. Well, I wanted a beer too, but freaking too tall. Took all of them. If you haven't listened to the quarantine episodes, go back and listen because there's a couple good ones that I forgot about. Because Candace the other day was asking me, she goes, uh, I didn't know Ricky Skaggs was Tucker's uncle. And I was like, mm-hmm. you would yep. know that if you listen to the damn podcast. Right. She does not listen. I don't think she's listened to one episode. She she listens to you enough. I get no. I, she really doesn't. I'm here at the <laughs> shop. <laughs> well, maybe maybe okay. Well, that's not saying a whole lot then, because then the time that she is around you, and if that's enough, oh brother. Uh, she says I don't pay attention to her enough. It's not that I don't pay attention. Uh, it's just I don't. Well, I'm you know, a, when I I'm come out a, here, I'm almost kind of like your side piece when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, you're like the third wheel in our household. <laughs> I just don't pay attention very well. Because when you're done painting, like, you're just mentally spent, right? Yeah. Like, it's draining. Yeah. It's a lot more draining than what people think, just staring at a helmet. And, like, you can't, like, you can't go on autopilot for what we do. You know, like, just, so you're constantly just focused in, like, hyper-focused on every little thing for hours and hours. And then when you go home, it's like... I just need to, I just need to unwind. This is like, not a therapy session, about by the way. It just yeah, it's like I don't want to think about painting. I don't want. It's almost like you just hit a a wall sometimes when you've been there all day, and you know if you're still taping up on something, and it's just like, man, what time is it? It's like, geez, it's two, th- you know, two thirty in the morning. Well, I think I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> oh man. Um, speaking of. Uh, Artist and uh, their stories. I was on the lap traffic, final lap, fast lap. I've been on every lapped podcast you could possibly be on uh, the last couple months, I guess. Um, and I, I, I asked an interesting question on the last one with uh, Chrissy and Deb. Uh-huh. And they said, what is the weirdest thing we've ever painted? And I was kind of on the spot because <laughs> it had been so long since yeah. I painted something weird other than helmets. How deep were you able to get into the the answer? I don't. The first thing that popped into my mind was uh, when we used to paint T-shirts out at the theme mm-hmm. parks in Branson. There was a big cheerleading squad there that came up, and you knew you were going to make some. Well, okay, okay, back up. We got paid commission when we airbrushed T-shirts at these right. theme parks. So if, there was not a lot of people in the park. You didn't have a good day. You're sitting out there for twelve hours for for damn near free, right? Yeah. So yeah. When yeah you, there, you're, there's no hourly. Uh, no hourly you get or anything. It's you know you got to go out there and cry for or sing for your supper. Yeah. So right. on a uh, what they call in the biz a full park day or max capacity. I don't know what they call it honestly. Packed. Packed. That's what I call it. All right. So on those days you make really good money. So that kind of makes up for the really slow days when kids go back to school and there's not a lot of people on. On park, that's that is a term they do say. On park. Yep. Um, so when a Girl Scout g- group rolls up, or a cheerleading squad, or a softball team, because like, they have all those tournaments and stuff 
You yeah, know, in town. Have tournaments. Yeah, in town. And, and then they come to the theme parks on the weekends or whatever. I don't know. But you knew seeing a group of 20, uh, 12 year old girls come up to the booth, you were about to make uh, some lunch money, I guess, right? Because one, yeah, one, <laughs> one girl gets a T-shirt with her name on it. The rest of the they group all get has to do it. And you ask any girl that used to be involved in some of this, they all have the airbrush T-shirt. Whether they wore it or not, you had to get they one. They got it because their friends got it. Yep. because uh, that, that was the, the troop thing to do. Because or... Jennifer got one, and Jennifer can't be the only one that has one. We all have to get it with the school And how colors. do we know her name's Jennifer? Because it was airbrushed yes. right on the front of the T-shirt. <laughs> And always make sure that they spell it out for you. Yeah, you got to do that. Because somebody said, you know, if they say, well, Jennifer, I'm immediately thinking J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R. You're already writing it, yeah. Yeah. So, but nowadays, <laughs> sometimes you got to have one of those kids or, yeah, one of those kids that with just special has, parents. With special yeah. Got to be different. Yep. Anyway, back to my story. You God, get a, a group of girls rolling up, and they all, you know, want T-shirts. And we had this design that was like peace, love, and cheer, or something like that. It was like a peace it was like, sign. It was heart. like peace, love, and happiness. So it was like peace sign. Oh heart, yeah, and it like was. a smiley face. It was okay. Yeah. So these girls are cheerleaders, and they want me to change it up to a pom poms. All right, cool. I always like doing custom <laughs> custom shirts. You know, a little something different than you've been painting for the last, you know, forty eight days. Right. Just slaving yep. away in the hot sun. So if you get something like a little unique, a little custom, you're like, oh, okay. Add, add $2 on that, I guess, right? Well, yeah. If you change it up to something a little bit more custom, you up the price a couple bucks. Yeah. They don't care. It'll be it'll be one of a kind to them. and Mom's money anyway, you know? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, all these girls, um, you know, the whole line, they do peace, love, and cheer, blah, blah, blah. Jennifer gets hers. And then the last girl... I'm like, let me guess, peace, love, and cheer. And she's like, no, peace, love, and horses. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? I take it you're not. You're just a friend of a friend here. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, so you're not one of the cheerleaders. No. You're just along for the ride. You're like a, a chauffeur almost. Yeah, she was not riding the Kentucky Derby, too. So she's just those, just a horse lover. And that's fine. Yeah. That, you know, they're into ponies, you know, My Little Pony stuff. That's, I guess. That's whatever. Uh, but, or uh, barrel racing. <laughs> you do need a white t shirt, a Hanes, <laughs> a Hanes white t shirt to tell the world that you love uh, horses. So that was the story I came up with on the spot. That's not a great one, but um, they ended up naming the podcast uh, Peace, Love, and Horses. So I thought that was, <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, but there's it's a good podcast. It's uh go go listen to them. There's a bunch of really good uh, NASCAR podcasts from like just fans right now, and that's pretty interesting to hear everyone's. Uh, Everybody's got a lot of opinions this year. Yeah, because <laughs> and I feel they'll have like, more next year. I'm sure. I feel like when you listen to a lot of like NASCAR podcasts, like it's all very I'm gonna say political, but like they're not gonna say anything out of the norm. You know, when they call up right. and interview our friend Tyler Reddick. He's going to tell them that the old Caterpillar number eight Chevrolet ran great. You know, like they're not going to give anything else. Well, they're not going to pull some Star Wars trivia on him because they know he's yeah. not going to go. He's not going to know jack squat about that. <sighs> if you're t- listening, Tyler. Poor Tyler. Star Trek sucks. He doesn't listen. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying I do enjoy all the podcasts out there. I try to listen to quite a few of them because there are a lot of opinions and you can you can see what's going on. 
Um, I did see today that everyone's angry about the dirt race at Bristol. I don't know why. Everyone's like, I didn't ask for a dirt race at Bristol. Why are you taking away such a great track? Okay, well, number one, no Just one to came. Make you mad. No one came to the spring race at Bristol. It didn't matter. It's at it's at the beginning of the season. Uh, everyone goes to the night race. The night race is not dirt. It's just fine. What is the problem with NASCAR trying something new at Bristol, or not even new, just bringing something back from the old days from when the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars race there? Roots. It's roots, people. You yeah. wanted the roots. You're getting the roots. Grassroots. That's what yep. I'm saying. Let them, let them try something. How do you know it's not going to be a good race? You know? I mean... You, why do people always go to the Bristol Night Race? Because they want to see Dale. They want to see Dale Earnhardt spin Terry Labonte. That is what they want to see. <laughs> the The only reason that night race is so hyped up is because of like Rusty Wallace, Dale Earnhardt, and Terry Labonte. That whole thing that was going on in the nineties. That's why the Bristol Night Race is such a big race. And they want because they want to see the carnage. I'll guarantee you, there's going to be some carnage at a Bristol dirt race. Throw a helmet. Well, not ours. I'd say throw ours. Why would you? You better not? make it count. What? Yeah, make it count. You better it. make it through the through the net. Don't bounce it off somebody's windshield like Tony Stewart. No, I mean th- hook that thing in there. In, in, in the words of uh, Coach Kent Murphy, hum that thing in there. I think it's gonna be a good race. I think it's, I think it's cool that we're trying something new. So I'm sorry. I don't think anyone ever thought a rain race would be crazy right. like Roval. Do I want to see exactly. that every week? No. It's, the exact, it's like the exact opposite of a... It's it, Instead of a dirt race, you get a water race. Yeah. Well, you know, when are we going to start throwing that in there? We'll have... Uh, Throw the sprinklers we'll on. Have, we'll have Daytona... The Daytona road course in hurricane season. Yeah. Well, yeah. Delay the race until the rain starts. Yeah, exactly. We're on rain delay because it's not raining yet. I just... I don't I just don't know. The the sport is very picky. I don't just... I, like, no one's happy ever. It makes no, me sad, it's... honestly. <laughs> just, uh, just let it happen. It, the worst case scenario, it sucks, and we never do it again. Yeah, I mean, I mean, gonna, what is the y'all worst? Y'all are going to watch it happened? anyway. Yeah, it's you're going to watch it anyway. It's not a playoff race. I would definitely. Go. I, ever, I text um, the grid, our group chat, our homeboys there, and uh, the they, rowdy bunch. They all agreed. They're all they're all about going to Bristol and watching some dirt racing. So if all this COVID crap clears up. I think we all just need to get together and go to Bristol for the dirt race. Oh, like I'm if down. they'll if they'll let you know passes in or hell, I mean it didn't even have to be that. Just go sit in the stands and watch it. I think they'll let people in. They should. I'm gonna wear a, a freaking poncho or something because all the dust that's gonna be kicked around that in a pair of goggles. Um. So you're leaving in a day, going back to misery. It's yeah, not- going back to paint my rocks. Oh, yeah. So you're working at a resort just painting. Did we ever cover this? Maybe. I don't remember. You're you're working at a so, resort painting concrete rocks. Look, Make them look real. Yeah, so we're doing an uh, indoor water park, rainforest-themed indoor water park, uh, down at a resort off of a lake. Um, the rainforest uh, lake. The rainforest lake. <laughs> sure. And uh, so what I'm doing, excuse me. <clears throat> So what I'm doing is I'm going in and just taking spray bottles full of uh, latex paint, making them, making these formed concrete pieces look like boulders and rocks and cliffs and things like that. This is like the how-to portion of the podcast. Well, it's, I mean, 
Like a DIY. When I say I, I well, some DIY. people, some people think when make, I paint rocks. If you want to make rocks in your house, this is step by step how we do it. Well, I don't know if I should tell secrets or not. <laughs> if I did, everybody would be out there doing it. <laughs> you wouldn't have a job. Exactly. Uh, so anyway, I'm going back to. That's what I'm doing. I'm going back to finish painting my rocks. They should have a lot of. They should have a lot more boulders and stuff. Made have you up, so ever had to have a uh, a job okay. interview? So the last job interview, I was thinking about this that the other I remember day. having. Like everyone in the shop has never really had real jobs. So, so yeah, so I've had. So I had a job interview for when I worked at uh, campground up the street for where I used to live. What did you, the what'd you do there? I worked the continental breakfast in the morning at the hotel. <laughs> And then uh, this is went and like cleaned up the barrel. campground, cleaned the bunks at these little cabins and stuff. What? How did, did I never know this? Well, because you were probably 11. Just too young. You're not that much yeah. older than me. It's not well, like no, you're but, I mean, father time but you over here. <clears throat> well, so anyway, I interviewed for that job. That was like my first legit job. What was the, what, I mean, and what was the job interview like for that? Well, it, I knew the owner, so can it was you like, take out the trash? It's like, yeah, I could take out the trash. If you uh, saw this dumpster, would you know how to put the bag Open in? The bag. <laughs> yeah, I think I, got I would. I would launch those bags into the dumpster, dude, and sometimes they wouldn't go in right away. So you're a maid at a bunkhouse. I was a maid at a bunkhouse. All right, um, but we got free use of the pool. Oh, and the perks of the job. <laughs> Summertime, it's a perk. Okay, all right. Um, I'm not dissing it. So I only did that for the summer. Me and my brother Miles actually both did it uh, for that summer, and that was it. Uh, after that, uh, I started working at a couple theaters Branson, uh, in Branson, Missouri. Branson has a lot of theaters. Yes. Just in case you haven't been there, take our word for it. Yep. There's a lot of theaters. I also, I also did uh, apply at The Gap. The Gap? Yeah. That is a real job. T- it is. And I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't get the Gap job. I feel like every outlet mall, there's like a million outlet malls in our town. How did you, like, they're always looking for people. How did you not get at least like a part-time gig at the Gap? You must have really <laughs> sucked at that job interview. Well, because they were going to hire me on to work. I mean, not on the floor. I was going to be in the back. Like, oh, it was going to be at night. Of course. No. <laughs> You know, I didn't they have to be the, around anybody. They look at that face and they go, put him in the back. <laughs> Make sure he doesn't talk to a single customer. We're the gap, people. This ain't Abercrombie. There, there, <laughs> yeah, they, they call it gap because they try to create a bigger one between me and anybody else back there. Oh, man. I didn't know this either. This is this is so what. But that was the last... So. So that was after I went and applied there for uh, after the campground job, and then I got a, did the start working at the theaters and everything, and then and then you guys you my, said I gotta I gotta make a life for myself. Yeah. I gotta get a real job. I'm gonna go over the Gap, and see if they're hiring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, I mean, everybody at school was working at Tanger. Yeah, that's the big like, outlet because they had Tommy Hilfiger, they had Polo, they had the music store. I remember if you were everything. cool, they you had were, Big Dog. If you were cool, you're working at PacSun. That was like the that did was they like Pac- yeah, that was like, yeah, they did have that was a cool place to work. That was where all the like skater kids worked. And, yeah, well, see, I wasn't a skate. I mean, I wasn't no. You weren't cool. I wasn't no Gap kid either, but <laughs> <laughs> I 
It seemed like the place to be. <laughs> <laughs> but. And then you grabbed an airbrush and this is where it let you. Yeah. Well, thank God or else I'd be back. I'd be in the would you, back would you contribute camp. your career to the gap? My failure at the gap. Yeah. No, I mean, it had absolutely nothing to do with it. I just thought it was an interesting question. Like, somebody was asking the other day, like, you know, what what do we do, or what would we do if we weren't airbrushing? And I was like, God, I, don't, I honestly don't know. And I don't... I've only had one one job interview at a pizza place, and I lived above the pizza place, so it was like, a, if I didn't get the job, it was going to be pretty... <laughs> Were they going to kick you out if you didn't pathetic. get the job? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they really needed the help, so I think that's... Pretty much why I got the job. Yeah. Terrible money, though. That's okay. We were just living. Just living the dream in, in Missouri. Hey. It's rock and roll, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank God. Yeah, we... Um, I'm glad we got jobs at the theme parks. Airbrushing. I mean, I always shit on it all the time, but... <laughs> God. We're pretty close well, to living on the streets, <clears throat> honestly. Yeah. Well, I mean... Ever you know, every little bit kind of leads you to where you're at now. I mean, as far as like, here it comes, know, bring it home. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like every aspect that I've done with airbrush has all kind of played a part in how I do my art now. Like line work, shading, everything that I do with airbrush, it's I attribute it to you know time that I've done at the uh, caricature booth at Silver Dollar City, sometimes, uh, you know, the, the t-shirt shops, doing the murals, um, doing the theaters and stuff in Branson. I mean, it's all kind of, I pick, you know, you could pick things from each one that you can apply to uh, paint helmets. I just, I just thought it was interesting. It's a good topic. I'm yeah, glad I, I glad I learned a little bit about you. Oh, I can only imagine the talk we're going to have with all the guys tomorrow. I was like, hey, guys, did you know Noel failed at the Gap? <laughs> he didn't even get a hire. I didn't even get there, yeah. I didn't even make it to the Gap. Oh, gosh. You know that manager is just looking back like that's the one that got away. Oh, trust me. She's somebody else that isn't listening to this either. <laughs> like, uh, I just regret hiring that Noel McEwen kid. Yeah. It just sounded nothing like that. But. I do miss uh, working at the theme parks. Life was simpler back then. You didn't have uh, you know corporate sponsors or anything. It was just just straight peace, love, and horses. Peace, love, and horses. Karens, grandparents. Karens. Yeah. All A lot of Karens. Yep. A lot of Karens. I would get... Uh, the worst is when you went on break. All right, so we're... Fly story here. <laughs> I'll let you guys go to bed or... Whatever you're doing, or wake up whenever you want to listen to this. <laughs> uh, so I had this, I had this Karen come to the booth one day, and you're by yourself in this booth. That's one of the reasons when no one was on park, it was so brutal because you were just by yourself. I don't know about you, but I can't sit by myself and like do my own thoughts. You know, I do sometimes where I'd go if like if I, if I was at Whitewater, I'd go talk to the you know concessions or lifeguards or whatever. You know, whenever they were on break. Because they don't want to distract them from the little I never kids. got to be friends with lifeguards. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was like the lifeguards well, were I like... Friend, I was friends with like the Ukrainian ones, so I didn't understand half of what they were saying and anyway. Like, and uh, they didn't yeah. understand most of what I was saying. They're like, yeah, duh, okay. I forget, we did have like a lot of foreign exchange students 
that would come for the summer and like work at these theme parks with us. Yep. So if you got to be friends with like the Dippin' Dots girl who yep. spoke five words of English, she would just <laughs> give you Dippin' Dots every day and it was awesome. No, I always thought the lifeguard lifeguards were like on this higher they thought they were. Yeah. Like they were <laughs> they cooler like they than were. A, like they save lives. Like we paint t-shirts. They they're the real reason people walk out of this park alive, you know? We're ju- we just remind them what name they have on the front of the shirt. Uh but I always thought they were like they were too good for us. So, I never was friends they, with them. Yeah, they always thought they were for sure. Yeah. Big problem. <laughs> if Whitewater Management's listening, <laughs> go ahead and address that. Um, what was I saying? Oh, Karen. You're talking about yeah. Oh, Karen. Karen. Okay. You're, I guess you were fixing to go on break. You were. If you went on break, you, for God forbid, five minutes to go pee mm-hmm. in the gift shop, and then you would come back, and there would be like a Karen, like at the desk waiting for you to finish her daughter's shirt, and just like livid that they had to leave the park in ten. You minutes. gave her a time limit of yeah. when it would be done. She just decides she's going to show up if a I'm couple like, hours early. If I'm swamped that day and just just painting, 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 I'm like, okay, your your shirt's going to be done at 3. Mm-hmm. And she's back there like 2.45, just livid that she's had to wait for this dang t-shirt for her daughter. And that was always the worst. <laughs> I just hated it. Like, just pressure. Like, I was fine with people, like, hanging out and watching she, over your shoulder and, like, checking it out. I'm fine with that, but... It's just those people, they ended up having a bad day or something, and they just want to go. They just want to get the hell out of Dodge. Their kids are pissing them off, you know, that somebody pooped in the, you know, pooped in the pool or whatever, so they now they got to leave. Oh, yeah, I don't know how many Code Browns there were in the pool, but... That happened they, a lot. They closed it quite a bit. A lot, yeah. Too many. <laughs> but, yeah, they're, it's like, ma'am, I gave you a time limit. I gave you a time limit when it would be done. You know what I don't like? <laughs> the podcast that I've been listening to when it's just one guy and he talks. To himself? When he talks and he pauses. And you don't know if your phone paused. Oh, right. Or something's wrong with the volume. I, I, it it's like podcasts me. aren't something where you, you, you can't be in deep thought. Just talk. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know about the podcast with like one per like Theo Vaughn or something like that. Like he just is in a room by himself. I don't know if I could do that. Talking to you is very easy. Talking with myself and like, like you're not sitting in front of anybody. Like that's weird. Yeah, no, nobody to bounce. You can't yeah. bounce off of anybody, and it's. I guess I, I'm just not that. a good enough talker. Like I feel like the, like the comedians that do podcasts by themselves are aces at it because that's well, their job. They're essentially talking to themselves. And yeah, that's their job. When they yeah when they work so. Just good practice. I guess we're just not... I mean, we're not professionals here. There's a reason we're not credentialed media members of NASCAR. Yeah. We are not professionals. Yeah, we paint. We have paint for a living. We have painted. Okay, so we have uh, four races left, five helmets left to paint, I think, for the season. And Mm -hmm. then it all starts over. It's been a weird year. There's a lot of people that didn't think we would make it to the championship races, but we're... we're right there. Fooled you. We're going to make it. And I'm pumped about it. I'm ready to hit reset. COVID's not going away. I know that. But uh, I'm looking forward to Daytona 2021 already. We got some Me cool too. stuff. We got, we've got already got designs rolling. 
it's gonna be cool i'm excited all right well and i it, and it won't be six months before i'm back so i hope to god <laughs> <You> hope not <laughs> okay well it was great great seeing you that was good seeing you too. Was gross. We'll have one more full day of this, and then Amazing. I gotta get the get the heck out of here. I'm uh, I'm gonna get you a Gap gift card for your Christmas present. I won't use it. <clears throat> Why? You're gonna have to. I'm not going to that store. You love that store. No, they'll remember me. <laughs> what? It's like you remember this face. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, one, one more. There are outlet stores all around this city of Branson. Mm-hmm. What made you pick the Gap? Because the record store wasn't hiring. That was my first choice. It was the a record. store. It was called Music for a Song. They were not hiring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big Dog wasn't hiring. It was a record store? Or like a Well, it was a, it was a music shop. They F- had records in it. FYI or whatever. What was that store? Well, they had, the that too. They, had, uh, they had Weir Entertainment. Yeah. But that was more like a God. Those it's just like a that's like a old school sentence there now, like a blockbuster yeah, video. Yeah, now it's a uh, Van Buren. It's so weird that we used to go to stores like not that long ago to buy CDs, like buy vi- like buy videos, buy CD. Like you just, it's so weird. It, it's hard to do. It's, I mean, it was not that long ago. Like the selection at Walmart's gotten pretty. Pathetic. It's gone. I mean, it used to be like two aisles. Now it's they try to half bring, of one. Walmart tried to bring like a half aisle back for vinyl records because people are getting into those. And then Walmart was like, oh, we're going to jump on this bandwagon. But they have like yeah. just terrible albums. It's like the Ghostbusters soundtrack. Yeah, it's it's the ones that nobody, you know, nobody's asking for this. Everybody's wanting like, you know, the good classic rock, the 80s stuff, the 90s stuff when they still print it And you want to feel that sleeve like it's printed in the 70s, not some, like, garbage vinyl Yeah, now record. it's all just, it's too brand new. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they have, like, a selection of, like, 12 vinyl records. It's just, it's... And they have, like, 10 of each. It's 10 of each. Yeah, it's... No, they no, do not have 10 of each. It's maybe two of the good ones and, like... One, oh, one I mean, I mean well, that's what I'm talking about. It's like all the crappy ones that nobody wants. Like nobody wants, uh, guard, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy sound. I have it. It's got good songs on, on there. I don't have it on vinyl, but I wouldn't get it on vinyl. You know why? Because I have Blue Swede on vinyl. I have uh, the Runaways on vinyl. Do you have a record player? I do. Hmm. Just make it's it a, sure. It's a Crowley. Why not? It's not Crosley? Crosley. Did I say Crosley? I meant Crosley. Oh, wow. We paint for that. I obviously have the knockoff brand of this. <laughs> hey, you couldn't afford it. You didn't have a job at Gap. <laughs> Get some of that Gap money. Yeah. <clears throat> That's why you're going there. It was, that was where the big money was. Boy, I missed out. Uh, okay, so the record. I'd be that. Re- I'd have that regional manager job by now. Try to get a record store. They weren't hiring. Yeah, so then I tried Big Dog. I don't know if anybody remembers Big Dog. I don't remember Big Dog. So they had like all these shirts printed off, and it was this one dog. It was like a white. I don't just have it's like a Saint Bernard. It was like a Saint Bernard style dog. Okay. But I remember like some of my favorite Big Dog shirts because I had a couple. That does not. They were like, like Star Wars themed. Clothing company that I wore. I, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be into this. Okay. So they had like Star Wars printed big dog shirts, where like 
That's what the movie posters. That's what sold it for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, but they with, had the movie posters, but with dogs. Yeah. Yeah. All the, yeah. Each character is like be like a girl dog, you know, from I Princess could, Leia. Could easily see where you're going with this. Yeah. <laughs> so I tried that one. I said nope. Didn't work. <laughs> Do you think it's and because think, they just weren't selling enough merchandise to hire more people? I don't know. I mean, they 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 hung around for. Yeah. All right, keep going. Where where'd you go next? Um, I I know I applied for uh, like Tommy Hilfiger polo because that's what the kids were wearing. That was the hip stuff to wear. What? Yeah, they had starter. They did have a starter, yeah. yeah. Uh, they had a fudgery, which I never, I didn't even bother with that. I, I mean, I went in there and had a sample, but let's see what else did they have. They had a Disney store. Didn't apply there, though. Those, those two childhood. Where are the places me. you applied? Well, I, all those. You applied to the... I, I, put, I put in applications to all those places. Not the Disney place, but... All the other ones I... You put applications in, just no callbacks. Those weren't callbacks. Uh, the Gap was the only one that called me back for an interview. And you went in so there. So they wanted me enough, but <laughs> just when they saw my when they saw my face, you I You look they, good on paper. You just couldn't pass the... In- my penmanship sold me. Yeah. My face did not. They said, uh, when you came in, they said, oh, just throw that one in the trash. <laughs> It's like, yeah, you you belong at Old Navy. Oh, they probably drew. I didn't, I didn't apply there. Either. They probably drew sticks on uh, who had to interview you too. You know. Oh, they definitely sent out the person with the short straw. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm her name very well could have been Karen. It had to. Be. I don't know how many fans we have the name of Karen. This is nothing against you. This is the stereotype I'm talking about. This <sighs> is the. She just was... If your name's Karen, you know who you are. Yeah. You know what your haircut stands for. Congratulations to Ashley Allgaier as well. She has the highest listen-to podcast in the oh, last... Oh, God, she was bragging about that. In the last four years that we have done this. When we saw her at the Roval race, holy cow. She's, she's she pumped up. She shut up it. about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a good story. I enjoyed it. I, mean, we didn't I even, haven't listened to it yet. We didn't even, like scratch the surface like there's more like we're gonna have to have her come back on and like really dig into it now that uh she's open she's opening up that was her first podcast she's ever done so she was a little i don't know she's not timid but just like yeah you know it's tough when you're doing this it's you gotta have a beer or a cheer wine to kind of loosen up and she had neither one of those so yeah she'd probably be more the cheer wine you think type probably (laughs) I guess. <laughs> I, I would think. Yeah, yeah. But I could be wrong. All right. Maybe a Yoohoo. A Yoohoo. Yeah. Nice, ice cold right. Yoohoo. Yep. I have no idea why the Gap wouldn't hire you. <laughs> Your Gap I think I, I, I think we've just basically told everybody they needed to know as to why I didn't get hired. Yeah. You probably walked in there with a big dog shirt on. You know, I don't remember what I was wearing. I had uh, I had uh, khakis on. I, I dress like I work there. Or like I was going to work there. <laughs> they thought you I were, had like a white t-shirt with put, like a popped up. You put up. on the outfit that they were just going to interview you, and then thirty minutes later they'd be like, "Just, just go ahead and clock in." Like, yeah, I was already dressed. Like you got it, dressed to work. You got. I don't even know why we wasted the time to interview you. <laughs> you're obviously th- you're it. You're the poster child of Gap. I don't know if you've seen the commercials, but that's 
It's you. Yeah, and we see where we see where that's gone. Where, where are they now? Speaking of advertising and commercials, <laughs> for a while there, you were on a billboard for the theme park we worked yeah, at for Silver Dollar City. Before yeah. you worked there, mm-hmm. yeah, you were a small young lad. Because when these companies around, they would just, I don't, I don't even know how they would just like ask employees bring yeah, the, so bring their kids dad, in. Yeah, my mom and dad both were well at, at the time. It was just mom that had worked there, but both my parents had. That's why we moved from Nashville to Branson was because both of them got jobs at Silver Dollar City. So. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Um, yeah, dad had a job at the the night show at Echo Hollow, which is the main reason why we're there. And then mom just got a job there. Um, Our buddy uh, Tucker played there. Did you know that? Silver Dollar City? The Echo Hollow. Like for the show or did they just come? No, they played like they were on tour just, and they yeah. played there, yeah. Probably for Guy Penrod. Oh, God, he's there all the time. <laughs> I mean, he, he was there, like, when I worked there. He was there. They were always there for, like, Southern 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 Gospel Southern. Nights. <laughs> Southern Gospel Southern. So they had, like, a, yeah. Yeah, they were always there. The whole Gaither troop, they were all there. <laughs> gospel sing-along. So, yeah, they would they would ask employees to bring... Their kids for... We're going to take pictures of them. Yeah. So, uh, me and my brother, uh, Miles, and w- one of his friends from school, I mean, his his parents worked there too, I guess, but we, uh, they were wanting to do a photo shoot for just kind of advertising for Marvel Cave, which is what Silver Dollar City was built around back in the 60s. It's a big old cave. Yeah. It's a huge cave, honestly. It's cool. It's very cool. If, if we're talking about jobs, I wish I would have like applied for like a job in the cave because that was it was badass. Yeah, no, it was is that would be the especially during the summertime. It's like sixty five degrees. Yeah, I don't know what we were doing painting t shirts, sweating our butts off, listening to a damn steam train blow by <laughs> fifty times a day. Fire in the hole! <laughs> <laughs> oh God, just so anyway, getting sidetracked. So we're doing advertisement for the Marvel Cave. Well, they give us these yellow plastic, like miners hats with the light on the front, and so I'm st- and I I had to turn my shirt inside out. I was gonna say, yeah, I remember that you had to turn your so shirt inside out. I had on a coral colored, which is like a mix between like orange and pink from the Gap, probably. Well, no, this was Iguanodon. <laughs> Iguana? Oh, yeah. Of course it was. Why? How dumb of me. To- <laughs> this shirt is a fossil by now. So they couldn't have. And this also happened years later. I was doing something else for Christmas. And I, I'll, I'll get to that in just a second. But I we had to take a picture. I, I, I cannot the, wait. We had to get. We had to. We took pictures in front of this crowd that, you know, uh, was fixing to go into the cave. So they were our backdrop. We had our lights on in the daylight, <laughs> not in the cave. And uh, yeah, so they used that on on a lot of stuff, uh, brochures, billboards. It was cool. me, it me was and my gap cool. teeth. I had this smile. I had like <laughs> a large gap in between my teeth. Not to bring up gap again, but huge gap in my teeth with these big, huge plastic, red plastic 
Coke bottle glasses. I was going to say, you had LASIK surgery since then, but you used yeah, to have glasses anymore, but. the thickest, nerdiest glasses in the entire world. Yeah, they made my eyes look really small. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah you were. <laughs> I could probably take these things outside and just fry an ant, a line of ants. You were a character. You were a walking character. Yeah. So then the, the, the Christmas advertisement, advertisement that we were doing years later, so they had this huge tree in the middle of the square at Silver Dollar City. I brought the only coat I owned, which was a starter Kansas City Chiefs jacket, and it was reversible. Okay. You can't turn a jacket inside out that's reversible with Kansas City stuff on both sides. You yeah. can't do it. And they, I they made it that way. Yeah. Well were they upset? They can't have well, they weren't upset because they didn't know what I'd be packing. And they didn't have wardrobe on hand. No, they didn't no. No, they didn't have the uh tiny Tim. So uh, were did they were you in the I was not in it. They Oh they, they cut did you. it without me. I feel like you're Which a little fine. A little bitter from it. Well no, that was actually my last stint at uh in your modeling career? And, yeah. Yeah. No more modeling after that. I always did that photo shoot. Now my for, brothers, uh, Miles and Sam, they're they've handsome. been on they've been on freaking everything. They're handsome, yeah. They're good looking guys. Yeah. Or old Noel yeah, with Coke fun. bottle glasses over here. He's really not selling a whole lot of tickets to the old no, theme parks. The, the 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 two brothers that had dimples. Yeah. They're cute kids. They're a lot more cuter than yeah. than I was. I'll give them that. You got all the art talents, fine. <laughs> And that's fine. I think I came out on top. I modeled for Bass Pro back in the day. I didn't have yeah theme parks. Yeah, I'm in quite a few catalogs. Just out there fishing. It was great. It was such easy money. I was like, heavy like in the museum, like standing in front of the bear. Ten year old. No, we did it on the lake. Like oh, we, we would take boats out and model them. Like like I mean, they would give you like a fake. Now, did they give you fake parents? Yeah, they give you a, f- a whole <laughs> fake family. We went, out, we went out one day, I swear I'm like 10 years old, right? And they're paying you like $100 a day. So you're, you're making bank for, right, for yeah. a kid. Oh, yeah. You know, like you're, you buy whatever you want. You walk into Walmart and buy anything you want. Yeah, they, they give you that good advertisement what, money. Yeah, what 10-year-old could... could say that? <laughs> and uh, it, this one shoot was just like me and my friends. Like they would, usually it's like a fake family you don't know and you got to pretend you're out Have, you know, fishing with small, dad. Yeah. You know, having the best time of your life. Even though he could be blonde and you're just solid black yeah, they hair. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't care. They just blindly looked into the book of pictures and said, yeah, put them in. <laughs> put them in the tugboat out there. Let's go sell some boots. <laughs> uh, sell some lures. Zach Morgan has actually found a couple of these pictures. We need, we need to look oh, really? them up. Yeah, we need to look them up. Oh, God. Uh, but one time... For some reason, they picked me and my friends. It was like three or four of us, and they wanted us to have a, a party like on a pontoon boat. Uh-huh. And so all day, we would just jump off this pontoon boat, and they'd be like, all right, now we're going to eat some watermelon. Everyone's having a good time. Eat that watermelon. And then they would just shoot pictures like for hours, and we were just like, this is awesome. Like We're just hanging with our own friends on I've a pontoon like, boat I'm, all day. I've been like, this is my fourth watermelon. I can't eat anymore. And the mom would be like, put on your life jacket. I'm like, you're not my mom. <laughs> mom, is it okay? It's all right, honey. It was great. Right. Honestly, Bass Pro changed my life. That's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. Still working for him. He's still working for him. <laughs> still working for Johnny. I'm sure he knows... Uh, I'm sure that's the reason we have all the helmets to paint for him because he just 
he saw me and he was like, I remember this kid. <laughs> he's gonna be a painter one day. He's gonna be I'll a, have to hit him up. Painter one day. <laughs> I'll hit him up when he's when jumping he's off famous. that pontoon boat. <laughs> what a great time to be alive. I would do that. I would go back to that right now. That'd be fun to do. Yeah. Maybe next year. I mean, I can act like I'm having fun. I do remember I do it every day. one time we were out there and they were like, hey, if anybody wants to do like a double, we're doing like a 6 a.m. sunrise photo shoot. And I was like, I'm making good money. Sign me up. Might as well sign me up. So it was like a father-son uh, deal. And you just got off like this giant boat too, right? And the next morning you're like, oh, it's going to be the same thing. They put us in like this little tiny little John boat with like a <laughs> like handle on the right. motor, like <laughs> oh, God. the thing's basically sinking when you put it in. Then they're like, "We're gonna go three miles out this way, get the sunset or the sunrise." So it's like super early in the morning for a ten-year-old, right? And uh, and then you gotta fish with your fake dad out there, like, <laughs> "Dad, what do you do for a living that we couldn't buy a bigger boat?" Has this guy not been an advertisement where he can't afford something nicer? Yeah, I mean, come on, just the crappiest boat ever. <laughs> Couple, it was freezing cold. I remember that, and I was like, "This is not." Eating watermelon yeah, on a ta- pontoon boot. I should get paid double for this. Yeah, table table rock that early in the morning. Nah. Yeah, it was just not, not a good time. I think that's when my modeling career ended, and I said, you know what, mom, I don't don't think I want to do this anymore. That I'm was not, the low. I'm not the child actor you want me to be. I'm not the Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> yeah. Home Alone's already done, mom. <laughs> I'm not. I don't have a. I don't have a career here. God was just saving you for something else. He was painting helmets <laughs> with you. <laughs> How lucky am I? Blessed. That's right. the word I would use. Well, I'm uh, empty on this tall boy. It was great seeing you. Great talking to you. Yeah, I'm hoping. Uh, yeah, hoping within a month I'll be back. Okay. I gotta get. I gotta get some more rocks under my belt before. Uh, I hope you'll still do our intros. At least. Yes. We. It's what we pay you for. Yes. Wait, you pay me for this? <laughs> You know how many of those I've done? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I pay you the same as I get paid here. We're on the we're an equal salary. Um, that's all I can say. Oh, I'm glad I broke that glass ceiling. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, this has been uh, a lot longer than I thought, but I've uh, again I've enjoyed this. This could stories. be its own deal. Yeah, it could be its own deal. Yeah. I think it's going to be. Sweet. Okay. Good night. Good night, everybody. Life is. Life.